Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, and more importantly, welcome back, Giants fans, to another episode of the Say Hey Podcast, the podcast that is home to all things Giants baseball. Folks, before we dive into today's show, I would like to take a moment to let you know that you can find the Say Hey Podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. If you like what you're hearing, then don't be afraid to subscribe. And if you really like the show, make sure to leave a review. But most importantly, make sure to spread the word. With that being said, let's dive right in. What is going on, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Say Hey Podcast. Happy 4th of July. Well, technically, it's the 6th of July, but I didn't get to say that to you all this weekend. Hopefully, everyone was safe. Hopefully, you weren't injured by any fireworks, and hopefully, you were able to dedicate some time to watching some Giants baseball this past weekend, because if you did, then you know that it was definitely worth it. Luckily, the Giants were able to snap that four-game losing streak, thank God, but unfortunately, yesterday, during the first game against the Cardinals, the Giants again were exposed to another soft-throwing left-handed pitcher. We'll talk about that all today, folks. But first, I just wanted to say, hey, thanks again for stopping by to the Say Hey Podcast. I'm your host today, James Donahue, as I am for every show, and you are now officially listening to episode 56, which, fun fact, that was the same number Andres Torres wore when he was on the Giants. I don't know how fun that fact was, but it's a fact. Anyways, moving on. Folks, I'm just not going to waste any more time, and I'm just going to go ahead and dive right into the best part of this past weekend, and his name is Tyro Estrada. As I talked about in last episode, at the time of his call-up, Estrada was sporting a 385 batting average with 7 home runs, excuse me, and 37 AAA games. And thankfully for us and the Giants, the success he was showcasing in the minors transitioned smoothly to the big stage during Friday night's game when he went 3-for-5 with an RBI double and a grand slam that I'm pretty sure, I wasn't there, but I'm pretty sure it echoed throughout the entire state of Arizona. Estrada's performance helped propel the Giants to win Friday night's game and also win the following next two games against the Arizona Diamondbacks to officially close out the series, winning three games out of four. In case you missed any games this weekend, some notable performances featured Yaz hitting two home runs in this series, Austin Slater hitting two home runs of his own, and Wilmer Flores, Alex Dickerson, and Lamont Wade Jr. all hit home runs as well. I think facing the Arizona Diamondbacks at home in a very hitter-friendly ballpark was honestly the perfect remedy for what the Giants needed during their four-game losing streak because, you know, not only did it remind all Giants fans that, our, you know, our favorite team can still hit, but it also maybe helped the clubhouse, you know, establish that winning culture again and get right back on track. And yet, of course I say this, and then the Giants have a struggling game offensively against the St. Louis Cardinals yesterday. But the reason why I'm not worried for these next two games against the Cardinals is because the Giants are facing right-handed pitching, which means the Giants get to stack their entire lineup with all the best hitters, which also happen to be left-handed. Tonight, I suspect we'll see Yaz in the lineup. I suspect we'll see Steven Duggar in the lineup again and Alex Dickerson, while also featuring an appearance from Lamont Wade Jr. at first base. And folks, you know, I hate to say it, but I also love to say it. Alex Dickerson is low-key heating up 
Like I said, he had a home run during the Arizona series, and then he had another home run during yesterday's game. It was a pinch hit home run. I'm not saying he's about to be the best hitter in this lineup. All I'm saying is that we might start to see Alex Dickerson tap into the offensive numbers he was putting up during last year's season, during the 2020 season. Okay, where are we at with the standings? Well, the Giants are still in first place, but they still only hold a half a game lead against the Dodgers. One thing that's great is that the San Diego Padres are four and a half games behind the Giants, but as we all know with these three teams, anything can happen within a month's span or maybe even a couple weeks, which brings me to my next point. This division race between the Giants, the Dodgers, and the Padres is one of the closest races I've ever seen throughout my entire 26 years of watching baseball. If any team struggles even a little bit throughout the season, it can result to falling all the way down to third place in this division just because the other two teams are also so good. Which means from now until July 19th might arguably be the most important time of the entire season. And here's why. The Giants, the next time they play, you know, either the Dodgers or the Padres is July 19th. They play the Dodgers in L.A. for a four-game series. Now, here's why now until then is the most important time of the season. The Giants have a big opportunity to gain some ground and go on a really productive run while also having an all-star game to rest, you know, maybe three or four days. So... The Giants play the Cardinals tonight and tomorrow. I would love for them to win both of those games. Then they have an off day. Then they start a three-game series against the Washington Nationals. Okay, I'm a little worried about that series because of just how good the Washington Nationals are. They have great pitching and they have a phenomenal offense. Yes, the Giants do play them at home, but the Nationals are a team where that doesn't really factor just because of how good they are. So if the Giants can win these two games against the Cardinals and then maybe walk away with one, maybe two wins against the Nationals, I'm happy with that heading into the All-Star break because that's some pretty great momentum. And also, if we win these two games against the Cardinals, that's huge because that's also the first team the Giants play after the All-Star break. So if we win this series now, that's a lot of momentum heading into the next matchup against the Cardinals, which again leads into more momentum heading into the Dodgers series on July 19th. So like I said, from now until July 19th, the Giants need to win some games and they need to win most of them against the St. Louis Cardinals and maybe one or two against the Nationals. And then you get to mix in a three or four day rest that includes the All-Star weekend. Wow, that was a lot. That was a lot to unpack there. Hopefully that made sense. If it didn't, I apologize. I'm not going back. Basically, the Giants just need to kick the shit out of the Cardinals. And, you know, hopefully that'll help, you know, give the Giants some momentum heading into the Dodgers series on July 19th. All right, there is some important injury updates. If you were watching the final game of the Arizona Diamondbacks series, you might have witnessed Buster Posey take himself out of the game because of some type of, you know, thumb injury. It looked like every time he caught the ball... He was grimacing, and it got to the point where he was taking two. He couldn't take the pain, um, so the Giants had to run some X-rays, and everyone was holding their breath. But I'm here to tell you that you can exhale a sigh of, re- sigh of relief because the X-rays not only came back negative, but it was just a bruise to the right thumb. Thank God there was no structural damage, no sprain, no break. It was just a bruise. I don't know. You know, I truly don't know how he did it, honestly. But the fact is, there's no talks about, you know, spending a long amount of time dealing with this type of thumb injury. It's just a bruise. Thank God. Another quick update is that Sammy Long, I know, the guy that I keep telling you to watch, 
I think he just landed on the 10-day DL dealing with some type of lower back injury. And then, of course, I feel really bad for this guy, Jalen Davis. You know, he had a great game yesterday defensively. He made a double play where he dove for a ball, then doubled up the runner on first. It was fantastic, but unfortunately... He couldn't finish the game because he, I think he was running down the line and then he pulled a hamstring. That's what the reports are saying at this point. It's some type of hamstring injury. And you know, you really feel for the guy because I talked about his potential that he has and the Giants love his potential as well. And they really love this guy. They want to use him. They're trying to use him. But there's, you know, either he's struggling sometimes or he's also dealing with injury at certain times. This is the guy that we all want to root for. This is the guy that we just want to explode and finally come on the scene but it seems as though he just really can't catch a break right now. I don't know if there's any long-term timetables being talked about, but all I know is that he suffered some type of hamstring injury, which means that he's definitely going to be out for at least 8 to 10 days. I also haven't heard of any moves happening because of that, meaning I don't know if the Giants are calling up anyone. They probably will, but at this point, you know, you just really feel for the guy. Anyways... I think that's going to be all for today's show, everyone. Again, I'm your host, James Donahue. And again, this is the Say Hey Podcast, which you can find on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And again, everyone, like always, I'm super appreciative and grateful for the love and support that you've given this show. And I just want to kindly ask that you continue to do so. All right, everyone. Again, I hope you had a great 4th of July. Continue staying safe out there. Continue to be smart. But most importantly, go Giants.